if you make your sukkah between the trees, by Ilanos Stefanos law and the Ilanos are walls, it's kosher. So Rashi comments here, Bein Ha'ilanos. Rashi says, Ba'aretz, Golo Samcha Aleihen, Avalheim Dafnosecha. That the, you put the Ilanos on the ground, but you didn't put the schach on them. And there are their walls. So Rashi is very clear. We're not talking where you were so mech the schach on them. Rashi's talking about where only this case of the mission is only where they're on their walls. So why can't we be talking about uh, the schach? So we saw this, right? I mean, we saw it partially at least, right? Depending on how you learned the tosos on Chafes on the base, right? I don't know if you recall. With the bed? Right, with the, well, with the bed is one issue. If, and, and the Mishnah here is, says if you go back to Chafes on the base, 22b, the Mishnah said, if you made your sukkah, so Barosh Ha'ilan. Maybe that's why Rashi before was learning different. But there's still the Gemara, which Tosa cites in Shabbos, which has to be dealt with. Right, the, the other Rashi. Which is Aser, because of Xera, Shema. Um, anyway, it's Nichnas into whole sorts of problems, right? The other so Rashi. The Rashi over there was learning that you, the platform was resting on the sofa. Right, but Rashi here is clear that we're not, we're talking, seems to be saying walls. that. Right, the walls, but right. the schach is not, I think the losamcha is that the schach is not. This is where the schach is not on the on the On, on, on the, the tree, Ilan, on the right. Tree. I think because it gets into that whole thing that Tosa cited from Rashi and Shabbos. Because there, in that situation, we have a gzera that you'll come to mess with it. And here we're flatly saying it's okay. You have, so you have a separate train. Right. Yeah, separate exactly. Train like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm just pointing out that Rashi is saying that to address a problem that was raised earlier on Chafei on base. Okay, so that's the case. So says the Gemara, Any wall that can't stand in a Ruach Matsuya is not a Mechitza. Now, what does that mean? So at face value, that means that uh, anytime you have a wall that will be blown down, it's not a Mechitza. It's not a wall. Right? Walls mean things that stand. That's the definition of a wall. And if, it, and if it falls, so then you don't really have much of a wall. Now Rashi here comments again, and this is going to be borne out by the Gemara, but just to be clear, if you would have read the Gemara and just translated the words, this is how you would have read it, I think. How I read it, at least. Rashi here comments, Shaharuach molicho mevia. So it's not that we're worried that the, that, the, that the walls are going to fall down. It's that the walls are going to be moving back and forth. Right? So when the walls move back and forth, that is... A problem. So what, essentially, the Gemara is not saying any wall that falls is not a wall. That's self-evident. That we've discussed already. People that can't stand in a ruach mitzuya is nothing. But right? here we're saying something a much bigger chiddush. Here we're saying that you have a wall that moves back and forth in the wind, so it's not a wall. So this is a novel halacha, right? So that is the halacha of Ravacha Bar Yaakov. Seemingly nothing to do with the Mishnah. Right? In other words, the Mishnah said something about making your wall with trees. Here we're talking about the type of wall you have, nothing to do with trees. Right? That the wall can't shake in the wind. So the Argamar, though, is going to see a relevance to the Mishnah. What's the relevance? Tanan. Our Mishnah says, That's kosher. The Gemara asks that it moves back and forth. So the Gemara seems that, first of all, here you see where Rashi got it from, that the issue with the wall... It, that's a puzzle wall is that it moves back and forth. 
So you see Klar in the Gemara itself, and this is going to be clear from the rest of the Gemara too, but you see in the Gemara itself that the issue with the wall is not that it's going to be blown down, as the literal translation might have yielded in the previous uh, case of the Gemara. But rather the issue in the Gemara is that it's moving back and forth. And the Gemara is saying that in our Mishnah seems to even include a case where I use the part of a tree which will move back and forth. Let's say I use the, you know, a thin tree or I use a leaf part of a tree, whatever it is, as the wall. That's going to move back and forth. Our Mishnah doesn't, it says unqualified trees are good walls. Sounds like that's okay, which would be a kasha on Rav HaBar Yaakov. It's problematic. Rav HaBar Yaakov can't argue with the Mishnah. What are you going to say? Right, either a limb or a thinner branch or, you not, know, not the base. Not the base, right. Or it says, We're talking about hard ones. So the answer is, we're talking about the base. Or Rashi says, thick, thick trees that, that don't move. Asking about Vaika Nofa, what do you mean? It's what about the Nof, the, the shade, in other words, the, 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 leaf, the leafy part of the tree, the branches, right? The, the branches are things which move, that come and go. And again, the Gemara seems to, assist, seems to assume from the fact that our Mishnah was stated flatly with no qualification, that any part of the tree is acceptable and that the Mishnah is not, you can't limit, you can't limit it to exclude the nof. You can't limit the case of the Mishnah to say, we're not talking about the nof, we're not talking about, well, that's not an option apparently. So the Gemara says, clearly the Mishnah does include the nof. Clearly, it does include the leafy part. And you see, that's okay. So, Sorry. You tied it up. Right? You tied it up. So, you have a wall that you tied up and you made it into a sukkah. Right? So, now you have a sukkah. So, you have a hard tree trunk and you have the leafy branches, but you've tied the leafy branches in such a way that it doesn't blow in the wind. Now, by the way, nowhere here does it say exactly what the measurement of blowing is. Right, it's obviously a very relevant issue as it relates to um, as it relates to circus made of cloth and things like that. Right. So it's, nowhere here what does it say. Measurement? Sorry. What would that mean? The measurement of blowing. Well, let's say oh, it moves course. a little. Can I little. this way, that way? You. I thought it meant you tied it with hoots of a daphne. You tied it with these things. Right, I'm saying we had before with Hitzvah Right, you, you, you tied it up. Right? You held up the thing, you held up the peel. Right, you, you, but it, it doesn't really matter. And as Rashi says, oh right, like Rabbi Savage said, Oreg Hanof Kimin Mechitza. You weave the, the nof like a wall, Shaloyaniya Haruach, that the wind should not uh, blow it. Anyway, so the Gemara says, so, so it's Pasha. You have a hard wall, no problem. What could the problem possibly be? Now, we know the answer to this question. Right? This is what Rashi alluded to in the Mishnah. Right? The Gemara is about to say what we knew, what was problematic in the Gemara in Shabbos, that Tosa cited on Chav Beis, on Beis. Right? The Gemara says, my lememra, what's the Chiddush? The Gemara says, Ma'udu I would think we should make Zegzeira, they'll come to Mishtamish Be'ilan, they'll come to use the tree. Kamash Malan, we don't. So basically, just to bring us back for a moment, just let's just bring us back for a moment to Chaf Beisam and Beis, right? The Mishnah, the Mish, the Gemara, the Mishnah had said that Shtayim Ve'Ilon Ve'Achas. Sorry, the Mishnah had said 
Shalosh Vidyam Bachas Vilan Kshir Olam Yantif. The Mishnah said, Sorry, skip it. So Rashi learned over there that it had to do with supporting the floor. But Tosos learned differently. Based on the Gemara and Shabbos, Tosos learned that the tree was the wall and that the tree supported the schach. Right? And somehow, if you remember here, right, Tosos says, the Gemara and Shabbos is Medayik, infers from the Gemara over here, that Stadim are Asurim, you can't use the walls on the side. So you have a tree, and you put the reeds on the tree. So the so the so the sort of the the, the tree is supporting the schaf, right? And and simultaneously the elon Tosa says is the funnel sukkah. And the reeds of the tree of the sukkah of the schach are relying on on the tree. So there's a gzera and you'll be mishtamish beilon. Right, that was the Gzeira and the Gemara and Shabbos. Right? So our Gemara basically would, would emerge according to our Gemara's Maskana, according to the Gemara and Shabbos, according to everyone, and according to Tosis even in our Sugya here. But what emerges, our Gemara is coming up with a way, not our Gemara, our Mishnah, as interpreted by our Gemara, is coming up with a way to remove the Mishnah on, on Chavdalis from the Sugya and Shabbos. And maybe the Sugya on Chavbeis. Right, the sugya on Chavbeisim and based on the sugya on Shabbos, which Tosa cited, said that if you use the Ilanos as the wall and as the support for the, the schach in certain formulations, right, it's problematic. Why is it problematic? There's a Ilan. Although you're not by definition using the Ilan, but I might come to put my Kalim on the Ilan and therefore it would be a problem. Right, that's what Tos, that's how Tosos learned our Gemara and the Gemara and Shabbos. That's how Rashi learns the Gemara. It seems un, un, uh, incontrovertible in the Gemara and Shabbos, by the way. If you look up the Gemara and Shabbos, when it talks about Stadim Asurim, it's talking about being some, I believe, if I remember correctly, from when I looked it up like a month ago, right? So it's like, it's, it's, it's talking about where the Schach is resting on the sides, right? And they're saying that there's Xera of Yishtamish Ba'ilon, right? So it's clear in the Gemara and Shabbos that there's such a problem when you use Ilanos. Argumar would be saying, Argumar would be saying, our mission would be saying that, that, that that's not a problem here. Now, really, really, if you sort of take a step back from Argumar, what Argumar is teaching us is that one can read our Mishnah on Chavdalon Base in one of two ways. In other words, without Rav Achabar Yaakov, the Amora, right? When did he live? Rav Achabar Yaakov? The Amora, presumably, right? He, the, the Amora of Achabar Yaakov, I think, the Amora. Right? Without his statement, I could have learned the Mishnah is teaching me a very novel Chiddush. The Mishnah is teaching us, without Rav Achabar Yaakov, which is not our Gemara, which is not the conclusion of our Gemara, but the Pashtus of the read of the Mishnah would yield the following Halacha, that there's no Halacha, that the walls can't move. The simple read, what is our Gemara essentially saying? The simple read of our Gemara is that, the, is that the tree of our Mishnah includes the Nof. The tree of our Mishnah, by definition, includes the wavy part of the, Mishnah, the, the tree. And that's something that can move in the wind. And that's okay. So our Gemara, the Chiddush of the Mishnah, the, at the Gemara's sort of a priori understanding, you know, is the, the Pashtas of the Mishnah without any other interpretation, without any other feedback, without knowing anything else, when you read the Mishnah in a vacuum, 
The Chiddush of the Mishnah is what? That, that your walls can budge. Comes along Rav Bar Yaakov, comes along the Gemara and says, wait a second, that's not how you should read the Mishnah, because Rav Bar says it's not true. I, the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, we're talking about leafy trees that are blowing in the wind, that that's acceptable. Right? You know, that you tied it up. Right? So therefore, what's the Chiddush? Right? The Chiddush is that we don't make a Gzeira, it's not like the Gemara and Shabbos. But realize what our Gemara is doing, right? Realize if you take a step back, what our Gemara is doing is something radical, right? The Pashtus of the Mishnah is telling me Halacha A. That's contradicted by Rav Acha Bar Yaakov's Halacha, right? So in order to reconcile Rav Acha Bar Yaakov's Halacha with the Mishnah, we have to make an ukimta in the Mishnah, we have to limit the Mishnah to be talking about a situation where you tied it up, which is totally not the Pashtus of the Mishnah, totally not, you know, the way you should be teaching your, the Mishnah to a five-year-old, right? No, no, you should just know, by the way, the type of tree we're talking about is the one where you, you, where you tied it all to, it's not anywhere in the Mishnah, right? The Pashtus of the Mishnah is saying that you're, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that it can move. The Gemara says, but that can't be, that's contradicted by Rabbi Achabar Yaakov. Right? Therefore, what must be the Chiddush? That we don't make the Gzeira of Yishtamash Ba'ila in this case. Why? Because it's not like the Gemara and Shabbos. Why is it not like the Gemara and Shabbos? That's Rashi in the Mishnah. What does Rashi in the Mishnah say? That you weren't so on it. So Rashi in the Mishnah preempts the Gemara. Right? Rashi in the Mishnah, when he says the Lo Samcha, Right, that you didn't that you didn't put the you didn't put the schach on the, the on the trees itself is enabling the Gemara to say that. Now the Gemara can can say that this has nothing to do with the sugya and Shabbos. Right. So in one word, Rashi basically enables the sugya to unfold. Right. He makes the case possible to be right. Now he needs to say it anyway, because otherwise you'll have a you'll have a flat out stero, you'll have a flat out contradiction to the Gemara and Shabbos, which says, which says that there is a gzera of, of Yishtamish Be'ilah. Right. So Rashi needs to say that anyway, but it's necessary in the Shachavatar of the Gemara itself. Right. So basically, what emerges from our Gemara is two totally different ways of understanding the Mishnah. Rav Achabar Yaakov is what dictates us to remove the Mishnah from the simple read, and therefore teaches us a novel halacha, which is that there's no, that there's no, that this is extract, this is not included in the Gzeira. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is, is, is that it's not included in the Gzeira. Now, the truth is you'd have to say that anyway. Let's say we learned the Mishnah like Rav Achabar Yaakov. Let's say we learned the Mishnah, let's say we ignore Rav Achabar Yaakov, and we learn the Mishnah... And we learned the Mishnah, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, it can blow in the wind. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah. We're talking about a tree, it has fluffy branches, it blows in the wind. Of course you didn't tie it down. Who does that? The Mishnah doesn't say that. You made it up. That's not the case. Let's let, if we learn it like that. You still have to deal with the question from the Gemara and Shabbos. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Rashi needs to say what he says anyway, because it's contradicted by the Gemara and Shabbos. And there still would be a Chiddush that it's not included the Gzeira. Now, it could be the Gemara in the question held that that was Pasha. And the Gemara is switching that that's Mechudosh, but that's already getting pretty speculative. When the Gemara brings down the Tanan and it quotes our Mishnah, it's doing that to ask a question on the Yaakov Because yeah. the Gemara at this point assumes that, like, how can you, our Mishnah is unqualified. So, uh, no. Right. Correct. So this is our Mishnah, Shlag Zabar Yaakov. 
Right, and the Gemara is just utilizing our Mishnah. Well, Rabbi Ahab, our is essentially teaching us how to learn the Mishnah. You could say it in a few different ways, right? You're right. Either we're arguing our case against Rabbi Ahab, our Yaakov, which is the way the Gemara presents it. But if you look at it sort of, if you take a step back and look at it, really, Rabbi Ahab, our Yaakov, is teaching the reader, teaching us how to understand the Mishnah. Because he's right. The Gemara, the Gemara is saying he's right. <coughs> Rabbi Ahab, our Yaakov, Trying to remember, no, that was uh, someone else. It's Kabbalah. Anyway, that's 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 a it's a, it's very important to understand what is happening here, right? There's a whole there's a whole world that's going on in these very simple lines of the Gemara. There's a whole world how to learn what the Gemara is addressing. No one mentions the Gemara in Shabbos. But I presume that that's where it's coming from. Right? In other words, there's a Gemara in Shabbos. That's the backdrop to this Mishnah, as referenced on the, on the Gemara in Davchaf Beis. There's the simple read of the Mishnah. There's the maskana of the Mishnah. What is the Chiddush of the Mishnah? What is the teaching of the Mishnah, right? These are all critical lessons that are emerging from the Gemara. Okay. Next proof. So now we're going to continue our attack of Ravacha Bar Yaakov. Okay. Tashema, Hayasham Ilan Ogader, Omechitas Akanim, Nido Mishum Diyumad. So we saw. So uh, we saw, if you remember, to go back, the Imudim were, um, right, they were these things that were, they're corner pieces that, <laughs> that enabled you to carry from the well, right? So if you look at Rashi, to remind ourselves, Hayasham, if you look at Rashi, Hayasham, the Pasei Biroskai, we're talking about, again, these are the wells that they, Ole Regalim had to use to give them, their, them and their animals to drink. So they need to be able to carry from them on Shabbos. Problem is, you weren't allowed to go from a well which was ten tefachim down and take it out to a different domain. So the Chazal said, you know, what you can do, you can make these boundaries surrounding, you can make these corner pieces on the edges of the four corners of the well, and that would enable you to draw the water and carry. These corner pieces had to be walls in each direction. It wasn't just a pole; it was they had to have a thickness in each direction. So, what are some examples? So, Hayasham. Right, if you had in the payas, Rashi says, if you had in the corners, so you had an elon that was thick and ama in every direction, or a fence which was square and ama by an ama in every direction, Rashi says in, that a regular fence is of a stone. Probably from Bilam, you know that, right? So it has to be ama by ama to divide into half. Or do Yuma, there were two amudim that were machitza, that was right, that then it's okay. Then it's, uh, then it's okay. Shera. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? You could use a, uh, you can use a tree as, a, as these borders so if it blows in the wind. Same question. Right? So what's the problem? If it blows in the wind, it shouldn't be a mechitza. You need things that are mechitzas, walls, to create this boundary which should enable you to carry it. So if it's blowing in the wind, it's a problem. You tied it hard together, and therefore, um, it's not, we're not talking a situation where they're blowing, and therefore, uh, they, can't, they do constitute valid possibly rose. Okay, stop here. Uh.